Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our GYST podcast, where we help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another episode of the GYST podcast, also known as the Get Yo Shit Together. It's refreshing when I get to do that. I dig it. I dig it. I want to thank everyone for tuning in this week. We appreciate each and every one of our listeners. We appreciate all of your feedback, all of your listens, and all of your love. I want to introduce you to my co-host today, sitting across the table from me, my man, Glenn Rucks here. Glenn, how you doing today, man? You know, I'm doing fantastic. Yeah? Good. Good to have you here. Good to have you here. Thank you for joining in with me on this episode today. You've got, as always, your co-host, Kyle Reed. Rohit is in the studio today. He is quite a bit under the weather at the moment, so he is over here looking like Assassin's Creed at the moment with a hoodie on. That reads, get your shit together on the arm. Is that the cuss word one or is that the... Almost. It's Almost. Missing, okay. missing the eye. Got it. Got it. So we hope it, we hope this man gets better. But Glenn, today you and I are discussing a topic that derived from a quote that Rohit said a while back. And I just really liked it. So he has a module in his uh, seminars that he's done in the past that is centered around comfort zones and when i heard him say this quote i really liked i really appreciate it because it requires the listener to take themselves out of their own comfort zone and take a look at their comfort zones from someone else's eyes and it's really it's really really simple i don't believe in your comfort zones i don't believe in your comfort zones what does that mean to you when you hear that quote when you hear somebody say that i don't believe in your comfort zones what does that mean to glenn to me, it doesn't necessarily mean that you don't think they have a comfort zone, but maybe you just have a different view of what their comfort zones are, what would be comfortable to them. Mm-hmm. Um, we all have our own beliefs about what's comfortable. We only see our comfort zones from our own perspective. So when we actually take a look at someone else's comfort zone, you know, maybe someone doesn't like speaking in front of people, but you and I clearly are. Mm-hmm. Um, we're comfortable doing that. We may not understand when someone says, oh, I can't speak in public. Yeah. Well, why not? It's easy. You know, I'm doing it to you right now. I'm just talking. Just talk. Just talk. It's the same. It's the same thing. You're just talking with a whole bunch of people in front of you now. What do you? Th- why do you think that is? Why do you think that people have an inability to look at their comfort zones from the lens that you and I can look at it from? The same way that you may have things that are uncomfortable for you, I have things that are uncomfortable for me, you don't look at mine the same way that I look at yours. Do you think that it's completely brought on from experience? It can be. Um, I think inherently we we tend to think of our own feelings um, before we think of anything else. We really do. I mean, that's that's kind of how we're hardwired. Um so when we think of something that may be emotional or something that may be uh, comfortable or something uncomfortable, we're thinking of, okay, well, I don't feel so good doing this or I feel great doing this. We tend to think of our feelings in those instances, in those zones, rather than understanding from someone else's perspective that maybe they have a different experience in that than we do. Hmm. And that's what they're drawing on. 
That's exactly what they're drawing. They're drawing on the personal feelings, the personal beliefs. That's good. I like that. It's not to say that they're wrong either. It's just, again, from a personal belief, they're looking at it from one perspective. And a perspective isn't necessarily wrong. Yeah. But there are other perspectives that you can take a look at and understand, gain a better understanding of others. I think perspective is is wildly important. I I don't think I can quantify the the amount of importance I believe perspective holds over things. This quote to me, I like it a lot because I think that it's, it's intended to instill confidence in the person that it's being said to. Glenn, I don't believe in your comfort zones. It doesn't mean that I think that I'm good at something that you are uncomfortable doing. It means that I think you are good at something that you're uncomfortable doing. I don't believe in the fears that you believe in that are holding you back from accomplishing said goal. Let's use speaking in public as an example. Unless, of course, you would like to open up and share something that maybe you think is outside your comfort zone that you would like to improve on. Sure. Sharing my feelings. Okay, that's a challenge for you. Always a challenge for me. Feels awkward. Not just awkward, you know, that's... Vulnerable. It's Yeah, it's very vulnerable. Spit some words out for me. Sharing um, my feelings has always been a very tough thing for me. One, I've never been able to build the relationships in the same way that others have, uh, moving around as much as I have. So Mm -hmm. those interpersonal skills... um, they were harder to come by for me. <laughs> were the skills harder to come by? It was because I wasn't gaining the experience in learning how to develop those skills. But do those skills come with time? Oh, yeah, they do come with time. But if you don't have enough time to actually build them up with people and see how they develop over time. So you mean time with the same people. Right. Because you can... You can develop a friendship really quick or at least a a strong like for someone and oh that guy's cool hanging out with but over time you'll you'll tell whether or not that was a good friendship Uh that you've developed or just someone that hung out so you had walls right you kept walls up kept walls and and a, a mask you might say that hey this pleases this person i'll build up this uh persona around that they'll like that so in your situation it seems like you didn't have time to develop those skills because you weren't interested in putting trust in people and you weren't interested in putting trust in people because you weren't sure if they would like you for you yet because you hadn't been around that long. Right. Okay. I can definitely see that because anytime with new relationships, friendships, platonic relationships, romantic relationships, whatever, whatever it is, you want that person to see what you believe they want to see in you, right? So you mm-hmm. don't feel like you can be yourself yet. So it's. Uh, I think I'd scare people with him if, if I was myself all the time, let me tell you. Oh, you Rohit, sc- Rohit shudders half the time. You scare everybody. <laughs> and you know what? You guys are still buds. Yeah, we are. We it are. It doesn't change anything. No, he only likes me for the nacho cheese sauce. Nacho cheese sauce and uh, bomb ass chicken. Mm, I don't know. Have you had my chicken? I don't really eat much chicken. It's funny that you're talking about the chicken because I'm at the watching. 
<laughs> oh yeah, what up, Amit? He he it. named my chicken bombass chicken. What up, Amit? He named it bombass chicken. So, so sharing your feelings, mm-hmm. right, is something that has always been uncomfortable for you. Now, you say that a lot of it stemmed from the fact that you moved around a lot. You didn't have time to develop relationships. Mm-hmm. That was definitely known, a factor. I haven't known you very long, right? We've worked together for a long time. But I would say that we were initially just acquaintances for mm-hmm. quite some time, right? I don't believe in your comfort zone. No. You've been able to share some things with me that you haven't with others. Now, granted, our relationship has grown uh, at a different rate than most people's has, right? In, in respects to that. Um, so I would say that's unique. But I don't think that that makes a difference. It does in your world, in your reality, it makes a difference. But it doesn't make you any better or worse at the skill. You're able to do it just the same. You executed this. Yep. I made a choice. <laughs> you did, right? And you make a choice not to in other scenarios. Exactly. So that's so that's a good one, right? And and I think that that's what I get out of this statement. I don't believe in your comfort zones. What I get out of it is you know, you're telling me you're uncomfortable with this. You're telling me you're not good at doing this. And you have your own reasons for it. You've built up these reasons. You've crafted and curated this story that leads to you not being good at this thing or not being comfortable with this thing. In this case, it's sharing your feelings or discussing your emotions outside of anger and frustration. (laughs) That I see that you're good at. And I don't believe you. I think that's where this comes from. I, that's what I get out of this, and I and I like that a lot. I think that it's it's something that can be very empowering to the listener. Yes, if used correctly. Definitely. Yeah, I like it. We've just heard two different perspectives. We have. Perspective is key. Perspective right? is key. It really is. It really is. So, <clears throat> what are what are some other things you think that our listeners can take? can take from this. I don't believe in your comfort zones. What what are comfort zones really? Hmm. I, I would say any place where you feel like you're just safe. You don't have to worry about feeling vulnerable or um, out of your element. You feel confident in your position. Oh, I like that. Confident. And And lack of vulnerability. So you don't feel vulnerable, right? Right. And that's one of the things that I've worked on for years. I mean, it took me years to actually work on this for myself. To where I could actually open up and share something like this with someone like you. Mm -hmm. I, I haven't known you that long, but I'm sharing things with you that, you know... I, I, you know, shared with Rohit on the same day, and I've known him for a hell of a lot longer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, things that were that were um, news to both of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and all um, of our listeners in a lot of cases too. And I, I had to recognize that you know what I'm, I'm holding myself back because I'm not able to open up. Why am I not able to open up? Well, I feel vulnerable. Yeah. Okay. Vulnerability. Do I feel vulnerable if I just go ahead and say it and get it over with? Am I going to continue to feel vulnerable after that? Or am I just going to feel like, oh, gee. Just like that, that big gasp of air. 
It's off my chest. It's gone. It's either, now it's just waiting for either the acceptance or the shaming from someone else. And that's where the vulnerability still exists just a little bit. So that brings in a little fear. Right. But then once it's done, it's over. Over and done. You don't have to worry about that feeling again. Mm-hmm. You just build more and more confidence from there going, okay, I've, I've opened myself up a little bit. I've shared something about myself that no one else has heard, and I wasn't shamed for it. Mm-hmm. That word, especially right now, in today's world, right, people are being shamed for their beliefs, whether religious or political. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's critical because you're explaining to me right now that you've been in situations where you've feared to say something for fear of shaming. Oh, yeah. Right. And right now I feel that there's leftist shaming, rightist shaming, even moderate shaming Mm -hmm. right? in the the political landscape. And in a religious landscape, there's shaming of all religions, right? Some more than others. Um, And I think that's the problem is um, it creates a fear that prevents you from being comfortable with who you are. Mm. And in and of itself takes you out of your comfort zone and doesn't allow you to be the person that you are meant to be. Isn't that kind of crazy to think about it like that? It is. It's very, didn't move. <laughs> it's very almost confusing but enlightening yeah. at the same time. Now what do you do with this? Mm. You now know why you're holding yourself back. What do you do with it? Do you work on it or do you continue to let yourself be held back by this? Yeah. And why do you let yourself be held back in a state of stasis, emotional stasis? How can we get everyone to hear what we just discussed? Everyone in the world. (laughs) <laughs> that would be nice, right? That'd be nice if everyone if listened everyone to us. Think about it. It's okay to be who. Hey, you share are. share the podcast with your friends. Like share that, it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Send it to everybody across the world. How can we get you to be comfortable with who you are? And this is, you know, kind of this episode is kind of just built off of this quote. I don't believe in your comfort zones, but really, your comfort zone is a place again where you feel most comfortable. But is it is the place that while it lacks the feeling of vulnerability, it also lacks growth. I believe. Yeah, you've walled yourself off. Yeah. You're not gonna grow in your comfort zone. You're not going to you're not gonna take in other perspectives like you and I just mentioned. You're not gonna uh, hear someone else's beliefs. You're you're not going to be open to new experiences. Then what's your favorite food? That's a really broad question. Um, Ooh, top five. Because <laughs> that's probably easier. If you got to narrow it down to one, that's tough. But if you could just say top five foods, if you're standing on a desert island and you can only bring five foods with you, what would they be? Mm, I would probably say French fries. Okay. Burgers. And I'm not talking any burgers. I'm talking the juiciest. Fuddruckers. Fuddruckers. Burger you can find. Um, probably pizza after that. Okay. Chicago deep dish. I was just going to say, yeah. Personal, deep dish Personal pizza. choice. I, I prefer deep dish more than any other type. But I do like all types of pizza. Mm-hmm. So, you New Yorkers out there, 
Nothing against your pizza. I actually like your pizza, too. Just not as much as deep dish. Just not as much as deep dish. New York pizza is an appetizer for you? Deep dish is the meal? It's more of a a, a weapon that you slap someone <laughs> with. It's so floppy, you just slap someone terrible, with it. Terrible, terrible. What are we talking about again? <laughs> pizza, My favorite damn it. foods. Pizza, damn it. So, yeah. I, I would just limit it to my top three there. French fries, burgers, pizza. Okay. You would agree that those three foods are your comfort zone for food? Yeah. If you stayed in your comfort zone, you would never try anything new. What is a food that you experienced for the first time and was like, wow, how come I've never had this? Is there anything that you can think of, maybe not recently, but something that you had had that you were kind of like, holy shit, this is delicious. First time I ever tried lobster? Or the first time I ever tried uh, calamari, fried calamari? Oh, yeah. What was your mentality of fried calamari beforehand? Squid, I was like, ew. I'm not going to touch squid. Yeah. Come on, no no one wants to touch that Nasty tentacle thing that just sort of floats in the waters. No, man, I was, I was looking at that going, I'm going to get ink in my mouth. Forget that. <laughs> Gross. How do you feel about calamari now? Oh, I love it. And it was Fantastic, an accident. Right? And it was an accident that I even tried it. Oh, really? At that time, I was staying completely within my comfort zones. Now I want to know about the story. How did mm. you try it? What was, what I was working happened? at Skamania Lodge, and I know you've been there. Before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Emily and I went there. Um, I was a busboy, but it was a Friday night, and they had their buffets back in the day. Oh, their buffet was bomb. We ate the uh, buffet there. Well, they don't have the buffets anymore. I really wish brunch, they did. It was a brunch buffet. Yeah, Friday night buffets were the nights. Oh, really? They they did everything from. Prime rib, uh, pork tenderloin. So they, have, they did have prime rib at the brunch buffet, but it probably wasn't like the dinner stuff. It probably mm-hmm. didn't have any like. No. There was like an omelet bar and shit right. like that carving station. But um, as a busboy, you know, we'd take out the food, put out fresh food on the on the buffet line, and then take the old trays back. And sometimes mm-hmm. there'd be some left. You know, well, we'd put that back there for everyone else to munch on in the back room. Oh yeah. So I was looking at it going, oh cool, onion rings. <laughs> baby onion rings popped one into my mouth and went oh that's actually kind of chicken that's that's not an onion ring that's chicken that's kind of good but it's a different consistency what the heck is this i looked at the head chef i go what is this he goes oh that's calamari I'm like calamari calamari is that snails he goes <laughs> no that's uh squid I'm like Okay, I can't even lie. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Did you try it with some dipping sauce, like a little aioli or something? No, or no, no, straight? no. They didn't put the sauce out there for us. But oh, okay. Yeah. My first experience with calamari Stepped was, outside of your comfort zone on accident. Yeah, stepped outside. And sometimes that's what it takes for someone to actually do it. Yeah. They don't even realize it. Like, kids, you'll know the, notice that in kids, you slip them some food that they say they don't like. Yeah, and they love it. And then they love it. Yeah. And because we're go, all just a 12-year-old that just wants to eat pizza and fucking hot dogs and hamburgers. Hamburgers and french fries. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look, right. What are you, great. a 12-year-old pizza and hamburgers and french fries? Well, so, I've, I've expanded my horizons along with my to waistline. Cal- to calamari now. Yeah, well, to many other things, but mm-hmm. that was just one. So, But when we think about that, right, it's, it's, it sounds like <clears throat> such a simple example of food. But I, I really like food as an example because I think that food... Um, truly creates bonds if you can go to um, another person's country or share culture, someone else's culture, and share a meal with them. Mm-hmm. 
you can really understand where they come from and where these foods come from and why they eat these kind of foods, right? You look at Mediterranean countries, a lot of it has to do with seafood and shellfish, things of that nature, right? So I think that's really important. And the fact that if you stayed in your comfort zone, you would only ever have pizza and french fries and hamburgers. That sounds awesome right now. It's like, oh, yeah, I would love to eat Giordano's and french fries and pizza all the damn time or burgers all the damn time. But at some point, you're probably going to get tired of it because it lacks growth. It lacks variety. And there's an element of fear with things that are outside your comfort zone that I think is enticing. Mm -hmm. To me, personally, and to some people, I would imagine yourself as well, right? I think that that is where the biggest breakthroughs happen. So for me to say, Glenn, I don't believe in your comfort zones. When you say you don't like calamari, why don't you like calamari? Have you ever had it? No, I haven't. It's squid. It's gross. It doesn't taste like squid. You wouldn't know what it was if you ate it. I'm, have you ever tried cuttlefish? Tried cuttlefish? I have. Do you like it? Not really. It's kind of fishy. It's weird. It's different. Not really, but... Yeah. I've at least tried it. Yeah. And that's something I wouldn't have done 10 years ago. Right. It's weird. It's kind of like an island thing. I I dig it. And um, I remember we went to Hawaii. It was the very first time, actually the only time I've been to Hawaii. And uh, my buddy Prince came with us. He's from a small town in Tennessee. And it was his first time. And he was just amazed at everything. And he had never had a cuttlefish before in his life. Didn't know what it was. For everybody listening, if you don't know what it is. It looks like white strands of beef jerky, but it smells like fish because it's that's what it is. It's fish. Um, it's delicious. It's a high protein snack <laughs> served in the islands. <laughs> it's very very popular. He fell in love with it. Had no clue what the hell he was eating. It was definitely outside of his comfort zone, but he's willing to give it a try, and he experienced something that he wouldn't have experienced had he not done something else that was outside of his comfort zone mm. was going to Hawaii, right? Experiencing um, beautiful island, complete new culture, food culture, everything, right? So I think those things are critical. So when we take a look at certain things like that and we and we say this statement, I don't believe in your comfort zones. It's not to degrade someone or degrade their comfort zones, but it's to build them up. It's to say that I think that you are good at that. I think that you can do that. I think that if you opened up, you would feel better. I know that you can embody the skills required to step outside of your comfort zones and accomplish something you want to accomplish. Thank you. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Man. I like what you said about what a comfort zone is. What are some ways that you think we can help our listeners step out of it? First thing is ask yourself, why don't I like this? Why don't I want to do this? Mm-hmm. Write it down. Something as simple, you know, if it's public speaking, yeah, write down the reasons. That. Public speaking. I mean, that's that seems like a, you know, a mainstay for business nowadays, being able to speak in front of large groups. Um. Okay, so why don't you like speaking in front of people? Well, I'm afraid I don't know what to say. Okay, well, you got hired, didn't you? 
<laughs> you you know your job. Someone decided you were going to be good at this. Someone decided. They 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 put their belief in you. They put their faith in you. They believed something about you. Why don't you believe it about yourself? Ooh, that's good. If someone else sees the value in you enough to where they hired you, why don't you see that same value in yourself? Yeah. Lack of self-confidence. I mean, you should actually hold more value for yourself than a business holds for you. We can't see our own magic sometimes. That's we talked right. about that in a past episode as well. That's right. We have. We'll link to that. Um, let me write that down so I don't forget. Know your value. And don't don't assume and don't underrate your own value, but actually yeah. know your value. Someone else hired you. They put their faith in you. They value you. 100%. Okay, so if they've hired you to do a job, they know you have the skills. Mm-hmm. Believe in yourself. What else about public speaking? Do you think people <clears throat> fear being judged? How their well, voice sounds. Yeah, how their voice sounds. Let me they're, tell you, I listened to myself on the podcast a few times and I shuddered. The very first time I heard my voice on the podcast, <laughs> I was like, what the hell? I sound Do I so really? Weird. And, you know, going back a little bit, you know, I, I made fun of how Amit sounded when I first met him, right? But, uh-huh. uh, um, yeah, Pokemon guy. You know, he didn't <laughs> oh, sound like that, were... but he was automatically going, "No, no, I don't sound like that." No, you don't. But that's the thing. We I remember you guys that... are going back and forth about that. Yeah, we all have that just that nagging fear that uh, what someone do doesn't like us. What do you think that did? So, if you think about it, you just you know you're joking around, having a good time. But what if that was something that was a real insecurity right. for him? And I, and it may have been because it. it it got him riled up quite a bit when you were, <laughs> it did, when you were yeah. giving him shit about it oh, one time. Boy. He had a good laugh about it. Yeah. So that that's another thing, right? You know, it's like we think we're making jokes amongst friends and we, we mean no harm at all whatsoever. But we may be perpetuating a fear that someone else has. That's preventing them again from stepping out of their comfort zones. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe, you know, having a conversation about it. If you make jokes and maybe you see someone that is a little bit more upset about it, you know, say, hey, you know, why are you so upset? What's going on? Do you really think like that? You know, why? You know, hey, if they're okay to open up with you and tell you about it, let them know that you don't believe in their comfort zones. You can do it. Definitely. Yeah. That's huge. That is huge. Glenn, I want to thank you for joining me on this episode today. I'm glad to be here, Kyle. I want, I want to also thank you for opening it up and mentioning something that you had historically been afraid to do or something that was far outside your comfort zones. Um, inside your comfort zone, pizza, burgers, playing video games. Outside, sharing your feelings. Feeling vulnerable. Um, you, you'd moved around a lot, so it was hard for you to create relationships where you felt comfortable being yourself to where you could share your feelings because you you felt like you didn't know someone long enough you didn't develop a relationship so you weren't able to share your feelings it's not that you couldn't it's not that you didn't have the skill set you know how to share your feelings the the action doesn't change whether you know somebody for five minutes or five years it's your level of what comfortability and you allow yourself to be comfortable with it or not. Mm-hmm. 
So step whether outside your you, comfort zones and embrace it. Whether or not you let the fear take, take hold. Yeah. What was it? Fantasized experiences, experiences appearing real. Appearing real. Yeah. yeah. You, you were afraid to share your feelings because why? I was afraid I'd be hurt. Afraid you'd be hurt. And that had potentially happened once or twice before in your life. Oh, yeah, multiple times. Yeah. But how many times did you continue to do things that you'd been hurt doing that you did again? You ever been burnt barbecuing? I have. Is that going to prevent you from barbecuing? Mm, I'm trying to think of a time. I don't think I've ever been... You picked up corn off the grill too soon, motherfucker. Don't lie to me. You've grabbed the end of a rib tip and the bone was too hot. Don't lie to me. I've got tongs for that. I'm just smarter than the average bear. That's all. I use tongs too, but sometimes (laughs) you're like, oh, I don't have a shit. Okay, I'm just going to grab it. Right? i got to introduce you to my adobe apron. It's happened. Oh, I need an adobe apron. But you continue to barbecue. You don't let those things get in your way. Nope. I'm sure you've burnt food before. It's happened. But you don't let that get in your way. You cook it better the next time. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I've totally <laughs> burned food before. Oh, is there a story I don't know about? No, no. I, okay. I don't think I've ever burnt barbecue. but. <laughs> I know I fell asleep when there was a pizza in the oven once before. That was kind of funny. <laughs> oh, shit. I woke up to just, you, know, you get those frozen pizzas, you stick it in the oven. It's about, I don't know, foot across. Mm-hmm. But by the time it's burnt up, it's only a 10-inch pizza. Oh, and you just, shit. And it's all just a frisbee at that point. Completely black? Completely How black. How smell like burnt popcorn? You can't tell which t- which side was the top, which was the bottom. Oh, yeah. painful. Yeah. I had very good ventilation in the house, didn't notice it, but... Oddly enough, frozen pizza sounds kind of good right now. Mm. For me, anyway. Well, shoot. You know, I think with that said, it's 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 time to wrap this week's episode. You got anything else you want to share today? Anything for our listeners? No. You know what? Listeners, believe in yourselves. Know your value. Because you are valuable. Your time is valuable. Your efforts are valuable. And if someone believes in you enough to hire you... Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. Yeah. Because your hiring manager doesn't believe in your comfort zones. <laughs> they, they won't accept comfort zones. They believed in your skill set. Because they believed in your skill set. Yeah. They, don't, they didn't see what you're comfortable or uncomfortable with. And I don't see it either. Because I believe you can be good at anything you want to be good at. Podcast listeners, thanks again for tuning in to this week's episode of the GYSD Podcast, the Get Your Shit Together Podcast. We appreciate your listenership. We appreciate your feedback. Glenn, you have been kicking absolute ass on Instagram lately, giving us all kind of good, uh, good, good content, great media, great images, great quotes from the podcast. We appreciate that. Our listeners, our viewers, our followers appreciate that as well. So thanks again for that. Everybody check us out. We've also revamped our website. I made a few changes there. Um, Got some new images up and got a few new things going on. So take a look at the website. We still have the procrastination guide available to you for free. Just go on in, go to the website, put in your email address, and we'll send that to you free of charge. It's something that we put together as a valuable, valuable tool for our listeners. Snag that. It's perfect for the end of the year to just really kick it into high gear, execute all the goals that you had for 2018, and just breeze by through the holidays. 
and, and things are going to be fantastic. So with that said, thanks again and tune in next week for another fantastic episode of your favorite podcast, the GYC podcast. Later. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.